Imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane! Break it down! God, it is good to be back. Let me tell you. I forget we're filming as well. Yeah, that's so why I was doing the bass oh. at the at the camera. Nice. I think this is all fucked up here. That's all Probably right. Probably should have done that's it all right. before. So we're the... we're ready to we're ready to film. We're here. This is raw. I, I don't know. Raw is Robert setting up his microphone. Yeah, you know what? It's it's, it's all good in the hood. Stall. Please stall. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna Talk get... about the acerola fruit, dude. <laughs> yeah, Robert's still still hurting from that acerola fruit. <laughs> he was he was like Wikipedia and WebMD and like what can happen oh, when you get cut from an acerola fruit. Um, yeah. But it turns out it's just a fruit and it's not really that dangerous. Yeah, more like a cherry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. This is season four, episode thirty-seven. Uh, we are just cover, just got done covering the in your house mind games. Yeah, which was which was very the best in your house we've seen yet. Yeah, uh, best match that we've seen. Yeah, yet. yeah, definitely up there. I think, um, and we and we have a match here on this raw that we thought was going to be on that pay per view, a pay per view quality match, if you will. Yeah, for the Intercontinental Championship. Mark Merrill versus Farouk. I can't, still can't believe that Mark Merrill's in this final, but whatever. Eh, me neither. Me neither. But big pause, guys. Stay pause. When it all happened. Uh, let's talk about commentary. We no longer, no Vince. Um, by the way, uh, the intro might be different if it's on YouTube because WWE wants to bang us, ass blast us because of some copywriting issues. Vince. We were on your back the entire time. Did we not say we missed Vince on commentary? You said that. I I think I said that. Uh, I'm really glad he's not on commentary anymore. Oh, you so think, I feel you responsible. I feel responsible for him having it out for us and telling us we can't uh, can't use some of their stuff. But I stand by what I said. I okay. All I right. love Vince. I love Vince. He's brought me much joy in my life. Physically, emotionally, sexually, uh, but not through commentary. Okay. Understood. Heard for the record. So, speaking of commentary, we have Kevin Kelly, um, JR, and uh, The King on commentary. And I'm not minding these three together. No, I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm actually, Kevin Kelly's kind of growing on me. I'm kind of liking the lateral press. <laughs> it makes it I sound, catch myself it saying it. It makes it sound more like fancy of a thing to do than of just course. go for a pin, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I actually Googled him. Like, I'm like, what happened to this guy? Like, I kind of vaguely remember him. Yeah. And I, no, he's not just like a sportscaster still or whatever. But mm-hmm. he, he was, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what, he, what he's on now, if he's even on anything now. But he was on Ring of Honor for a while. Okay. And... That's about all I got out of it. Yeah, I wonder, because, you know, it's Vince being so, like, hands-on. No one's really even said the lateral press, so I wonder, like, what his thoughts were. It's like, did you say lateral press? Did you say it? Um, and then, before we get into 
the match we have a flashback from the pay-per-view in your house where Razor Ramon and Diesel were beating up Savio Vega in the back. And just give us that little preview. So these guys are back. Yeah. Can't wait to see them. I believe JR teases that uh, this they're, he's going to bring them out. JR is... I've never seen this side of JR So we talked before. about this. We talked about this a lot. Like We're like, man, is he just like struggling to find his place because Vince is the face guy... King's the heel, and he's, like, being right in between. Yeah. But he's been, like, outwardly combative to Vince in, in some episodes. And, like, it's just really awkward. And we just thought it was him not knowing where he stood in this team. But actually, I think he's playing an angle here this whole time. And we're starting to figure it out. Yeah. Like, it, it happens a little bit with the Gorilla Monsoon, like, back and forth. Um, and now, we'll get to it at the end yeah. of this episode. But it is pretty intense. Oh, it's intense. <laughs> I was watching, I'm like... I'll save it. Just save it for the yeah. podcast. Save it for the <laughs> yeah. Which is good because like, I, like, I got to text. We Robert. never really we'll text each other like minor things, but we never go into discussions until like we're on we're we're live basically. Uh, but yeah, I'm so glad I didn't know any of this side of Jr. I wasn't watching wrestling then, so I'm like to see this all like build up yeah. is is really is really yeah, cool. So to I, see. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I, I I'm excited uh, to see how this plays out. Um, also kind of pessimistic about how it's going to play out. Yeah, for sure. 100%. But I think it's going to be awesome. No. For a little bit at least. Yeah, I was thinking the things. I'm like, where where does this go? And I'm kind of digging a little deeper without like, you know, I don't, no spoilers. But right. I'm just like, oh, that's probably going to be well. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, but for the first match, we, we have the Intercontinental Championship match. Yeah, right off the right bat. Right off the bat. Which tells me this must have had to have been something ha- had to happen at In Your House. That they push this to Raw. They're just yeah, going to open I, up with this match? I, yeah, I have no idea. And also makes me like, why? Like, this should be the main event. Even even if Sean... This, this, no, the, the, the whole Razor Ramon thing's the main event of this, I guess. Like, the last thing that happens. But you should, this should be billed better. It's the end of a tournament. Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. But, hey... This is also a cool way to kick off the show. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I thought. I'm like, right. if they're going to start with this, this show has to be yeah, incredible. Yeah, awesome. Which it was not Actually, a bad I would show. say it of all the Raws, this is, this is definitely top five of the Raws that we've watched. We're getting somewhere. Yeah, like, things, it, things happen yes. for sure. And it's not just jobber matches. I don't need to pick apart matches because I'm just like, okay, get, <laughs> yeah. to the good stuff, get to the Jerry Springer type drama, yeah. if you will. Uh, so we have Farouk versus Mark Marrow. Um... Tom's pick versus well, my backup pick, but my well, yeah, yeah. that plan B pick. You're, you're, you got your own pick. Yeah, yeah day one, rider day die, one. wild man. I think there was a sign uh, as they're coming out that I noticed is my sign of the night here. Did you have to the very long sign that was like <laughs> it was the stupidest <laughs> sign. It was a so hard to read. I, I think we're thinking of the same sign. I, I, right? I don't know, but all all it said was take a walk on the wild side with the wild man and sable. Like, did they pay somebody to put that, like, oh, this is going to be an advertisement? That was a Vince quote, I believe. Yeah, that's, like, literally, (laughs) like, I don't know. But he wasn't even in, like, the front row for this. He was pretty much in the back. You had to squint so hard. I had to pause and rewind. I'm like, wait a minute. I got to write this whole thing down, you know? Because in order to have a paragraph, like, if you're going to do, write all that out, it better be a good saying. One thing that I will give this guy props for is he he spaced everything well on the side. Spacing because was like, impeccable. Because you know, like you make yeah. it big, but then like towards the end you'd have to make it really small to fit. <laughs> that <everything>. S is like 
<laughs> merge at the end of it. Yes. <laughs> he must have, I don't know if it, we, I wanted to see the back of that yeah. sign. <laughs> it's probably looked like that on the back. Uh, Mark Merrow and Farouk, good chemistry at times. There's a couple just like That's a weird, cheesy. Yeah. I, one really cool move I, that uh, Farouk does in Instaguri, which I thought was pretty Yeah, definitely. Um, Andy, there's some pretty cool spots, pretty cool moves. Um, throughout the match, I think he also lands a Samoan drop off the second rope. Yeah, that's a little bit cool. later. Mark Merrow did a, a pretty cool spot where he was on the top turnbuckle and kind of jumped off and then did a, a backflip on Farouk. It didn't land so well, but just his right. agility on that was, was pretty, pretty good. But we do have some uh, drama with the ladies. Yeah, finally. The King, is, King is pumped about this, by the way. When he starts yelling cat fight. <laughs> I like that we don't talk about these matches until we're out here. Uh, so yeah, obviously Sonny is with Farouk and Sable is with Mark Merrow. And there's a spot um, where Mark Merrow's throat is on the bottom rope. Uh, Farouk backs off, but Sonny comes over and pushes his head down the rope. And the ref tells her, you are out and side note, uh, actually, special guest referee here, Pat Patterson, who oh, yeah, was the yeah, first yeah. ever yeah. Intercontinental Champion. So he's having the honor of calling this match. And also, I will note... He called it well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. well also, uh, the Mr. Perfect, uh, Mr. Perfect's, you know, on commentary here, too, or on ring, at ringside talking about it. And he mentions that he specifically... Gave Mark Mira advice before this match. Talk to Mark Mira. I thought that was interesting yeah. when he said that. Yeah. So I don't know what... I mean, it seems like Mr. Perfect's Is like he? transitioning yeah. to a face here. Well, because he, he's, like he's doing commentary on WWE superstars right. at this moment, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, but, but he's kind know. of stealing Triple H's chicks. Triple H has never been But is that a heelish move? I think that's just getting pussy. Yeah, well, I uh, maybe it's that, or maybe... You know, yeah, maybe he's doing the right thing, saving them. Oh, yeah. He maybe, could. Maybe they're like, I don't know, like women that Triple H kidnapped and then he's stealing them back, like, I'm here to rescue you. He does mm-hmm. whisper something in their ear. Oh, he does, yeah. yeah. I've, I've kind of thought about what that might be. And I figure it's either like, hey, your car's getting towed. Or, <laughs> or like, it's in the office when, when Michael Scott's doing improv and he just always has a gun and pulls a gun on people. Oh, yeah. And then, like, they tell him no like, more gun. So he, so he whispers yeah. to the guy and the guy just goes. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what did he say? He yeah. said he can't, he can't show me, but he has a gun. <laughs> so one of the two things Mr. Perfect could be saying. Definitely. Um, so Sonny gets ejected and Jim Ross mentions, he goes... Well, I hope Mark Merrill brings out that, that signature move he's got called The Wild Thing. And I go, one, what a terrible fucking name. The Wild Thing is his finisher. And I'm like, well, which one is his finisher? It better not be the Shooting Star Press because it's such an awesome move. But that's such a lame name. Well, he's pretty lame. Like He's not lame. His whole persona is <laughs> lame. That's what I've been trying to get. This is my whole mission on this podcast is to get across podcast. that. Podcast sense. <laughs> to get across that Mark Miro pre thinking pause was kind of a lame character. Pre pause? Pre pause. Ooh. Not post pause. Meta pause? Eh, medium pause. <laughs> it's medium bad. <laughs> medium bad. Um, there is a contender for my best sign in this match. Oh, really? 
It wasn't uh-huh. the same one I just we just talked about. No, okay. it was a good sign. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he won best spacing on that sign. <laughs> best spacing for sure. Uh, during this match, Farouk has Mark Merrow in a chokehold, and the guy that's sitting in front row just like holds out this like it's not a big sign, but it just says "We love rest holds." I took a photo of it. I'll I'll, I'll put it here. <laughs> um, there's a spot where Farouk goes up on the top turnbuckle. Mark Merrill hits the rope. He falls on his dick and then runs up there and does a pretty sweet uh, hurricanrana. Goes for the pin. A one, a two, and a near fall, Ooh. unfortunately. Um, and at this point, Sunny comes back. I thought she was barred from ringside. What she she was. Pat Patterson kicked her out. Yeah, well, she's she back. Be coming back. And you know what? Now she tries to get into the ring. And Sable steps up for yeah, her man. Yeah, this yeah, is a yeah. big opportunity. Wow. Yeah, it's the best, biggest opportunity he's had. So yeah. Sable pulls Sonny down, and Sonny takes a swing, and Sable takes a swing, and King yells, Can't fight! <laughs> and King goes from six to midnight. Right yeah. You heard the announce table like, like, like that? Like you'll hear it in podcast or... We'll see that video. Boom. Graphics. Robert will edit it in. Yeah, I'll make a big explosion yeah. or something. I'll edit it in. <laughs> you um, usually hear that when uh, the sound of your sex and hard cast. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. When it hits the table. It's hard to control sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, you know, you guys been there. But, yeah. So, a lot of crazy stuff happening. Um, Sunny brings a person. I don't know if you mentioned that. No, I didn't. But, this but she is, leaves yeah. it like when she starts getting in a fight with Sable, she just kind of le- leaves it at, at ringside. Yeah. And it's just like kind of sitting on the apron there. And then... Um, they make sure to like zoom in on it. Right. You know? like, oh yeah, the camera guy knows that, you know, he's really, really good at his job. Like, whoa, she never carries a purse. She usually has a clutch. I don't know. It's totally. I'm like, Sonny, something must be going on with that. So yeah, so then... He's right. Like, <laughs> I wonder if I can see any somas yeah. in there. Oh, she... She owes me like 10 somas. Yeah. So, she, so Farouk comes and grabs it, actually. The ref's distracted by the cat fight outside the ring, who wouldn't be. Uh, and then he goes to hit Mark Miro with the purse. Uh, a real bitch move, by the way. Definitely. But Mark Miro ducks under it, mm-hmm. lands a punch or two, and gets the purse himself. Right. And hits Farouk with it. And I'm thinking, holy shit, Mark Merrill, A, is going to win. <laughs> Number two, he's going to win by hitting him with a purse. <laughs> Just when I thought, like, things were good. Like, it's such a roller coaster ride for me to watch this because I'm like, Mark Merrill's going to win. Did he really just hit it? He's going to win by, a, by purse? But he doesn't because he well, drags him over to the turnbuckle. Very slowly. Very deliberately. And does, like four separate times he readjusts him. Well, it's a big move. <laughs> yeah. It's he a big almost move. botched it the it's one time spot, he did it before. Yeah. So he really wanted him right in the right spot. It's so funny because he like moves him over and then he's like... Yeah, and he goes... Crash. He's like looking back. He's like, uh, actually a little to the left. Yeah. Um, and goes for his... I'm not even going to say wild, wild thing. Thing. Shooting star breath. I don't <laughs> like it. my heart wild. Shooting Star Press. You make everything. Shooting Star Press. Groovy. So yeah, hits the Shooting Star Press, gets a one, gets a two, 
kicked gets out. Gets it. I'm pretty sure he kicked out. Just uh, then that was the end of the match. They just called it there. Mark Miro would never win Intercontinental Championship, guys. He wins it, guys. He wins it. But <laughs> let me tell you this. It's funny that you kind of you made that up because I watched it. One, two. The ref never hits on the third one. Whoa. He goes in like, you know how they do like good. Yeah. He misses it. But you hear the bell ring and everything. I'm like, interesting. I rewound it. Watch it again. So you His hand never it. hits. I don't even think that there. <laughs> it's like he had some weird counts. He had some really deliberately slow counts, and I don't know what. I don't know if he's just not a real referee. So yeah. But he, I remember he went to count one time. It's like one, two. Like it's really slow. Yeah. It wasn't like one, two, three. Uh, but yeah, Mark Merrill won the Intercontinental Championship. Game. Yeah, this is the um, state of the WWF. They do time. an uh, obviously an interview with him in the ring. Post match, and he wants to first of all thank his Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Shout out to Jesus H Christ. I think it was. <laughs> I thought you were gonna put it on the book, so I pointed at the book. Oh yeah! <laughs> Shit. Well, then it already happened. <laughs> yeah. So he thanks uh, uh, Jesus H Christ, and then he says, "I also want to thank um, Mr. Perfect." Yeah, for giving him words of advice. And, yeah. And I, Mr. Perfect was probably like, you ever just try thinking positive? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm perfect, so I don't have to think Did you positive. notice this spot, too? Because JR goes, well, what about me? And he goes, <laughs> you're a great guy, JR. <laughs> or he just says, you're great. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. JR's just flying off the handle here. He's trying to beat Brian Pillman, I think. I'm not my. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, there's also a sign that I, there's also I, from the get go when I watch this, I'm like there's a lot more signs. If these signs are going to get like this, we're going to need a whole different podcast just for signs. Just for signs. Yeah. Spacing. Yeah. Mm, two out of ten. <laughs> uh, there was one with a WCW sign, but it said "We can't wrestle." Mm, Big diss. Big diss on uh, Nitro there. Um, next we have a Jeff Jarrett promo yeah this is weird so jeff jared isn't around as far as we know i believe so we've been watching this now he left 95 it's like the fourth to fifth fourth month of Raws that we've seen Mm -hmm. there's no evidence that he was been around anytime recently and so this video is basically not him like wrestling him singing country music, mm-hmm. um, which I guess he did. and That's always kind of been his gimmick, even right. in the late 90s. Double he always J. had a guitar that he would bust out. And right, on people. Bust out on people's heads. <laughs> yeah. But he, yeah, so he, I guess, sang this concert or something in 1995. But... It was an In Your House show in Nashville. Right, yeah. right. And so, but I guess there's some controversy there, and... Uh, Vince and the WWF are going to expose him as the Millie Vanilli of country music. Yeah. So. TBD. That's that's a thing. Yeah. I didn't know we needed it, but now I can't wait to see what yeah. happened. I'm, when this comes out, I'm just like, 
Another left turn. This yeah. is interesting. <laughs> uh, and now we get a matchup, which is a tag match. It is a non-title match, so don't shit yourselves yet. Uh, but it is the Bonnie Donnas versus the British Bulldog and Owen Hart. And man, they look good with those belts. Yeah, they do. Uh, um, real change. little change. The belts aren't the only thing that's new. New manager, perhaps? Question mark. Yeah. Well, you know, we saw. Uh, Clarence Mason out with them at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And we saw him have Jim Cornette sign something, uh, which we didn't know what it was. Jim Cornette was did all... We, the, did I predict that? And I'm like, he, he's making him sign something. He's probably a contract to... Right. I don't I know if I, I did mean, or I not. Think, I, I, I think we touched on it or something. Sure. Because he was kind of out of it after just into thrilling... Real shady fella. Jose Lothario. Um, and then, yeah, he was made... Jim Cornette signed something, and then next thing you know, he's managing them at the pay-per-view. And they win the tag championship. So now he's managing them again here. Mm-hmm. And he goes out on commentary for this match as well. Yeah. Um, and you know what was kind of interesting? It was like the King was mostly like calling him a con artist, really. Which I thought was kind of funny. Right. It was like the King was just calling him out. Um, this match, uh, we don't need to spend too much time on it, but there was a spot where Jim Cornette... Um, is doing an interview backstage, and he's talking about how he signed this contract under duress, and it showed and the he, video. Yeah, of he him thought he home. thought he was signing a contract to have Clarence Mason represent him against Jose Lothario. Right. That's what he alludes that Clarence Mason told him, but really it was a contract for Clarence Mason to become managers of the British Bulldog and Owen Hart. So Correct. Some shiesty stuff happening there, guys. Yeah. And um, Jim Cornette kind of goes off on a tangent, said he's going to get him disbarred, um, dis- disqualified, dismembered, any other disses dis- he can. Disarmed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other diss something something. <laughs> but he also uh, plugs that he is going to be having a match. Him and Vader yeah. are going to be next versing week. Jose Lothario and HBK next week. You almost called this. Did I call? No, I thought I... No. Almost, though. You, want, you said, like, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker versus Vader and... Or versus Mankind and Goldust. And then we wanted that could it to still be, happen. Then we wanted it to be like Jose Lothario versus Percy Pringle, aka Paul Bearer. Oh yeah, somehow I don't um, remember. But it, we were we were in the same area. <laughs> but do we really want to see that? Like, I don't want to see this match. <laughs> no, I don't want to see this match. <laughs> Not excited uh, for it. Sharpshooter for the win. That's Owen Hart's finisher. If you yeah, um, it was Skip that didn't really even tap. He just like the ref said it though, so we gotta believe him. Yep. Foreshadowing for the Montreal Screwjob, perhaps. <laughs> From one heart to another. <laughs> it's like we did it for Owen. We're gonna do it against you now. Now we're even. It's uh, a makeup call. Yeah, it's it was a makeup call from yeah. a random raw <laughs> year over a year before. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't that be hilarious if that was something in, in like WWE? Like there were makeup calls for the refs. Even though it's a... Totally it's like state, receipts yeah. almost, right? right? Like, yeah. yeah like, you don't know when they're coming. Oh, man. I should have counted a little faster that time. So I'm really slow count. <laughs> Makeup call. I don't know. <laughs> or it's like that ring count. Like, oh, I should have started counting a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> Next time they're outside the ring. Like, one, two, one, two three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right. Next we have Triple H versus the Stalker. Remember the Stalker? Oh, yeah. The Stalker. Barry Windham. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I need to put this face paint up here, because it's like dark, and... Put like it on the, me, the, put the, it the, on me. I can't, that's, that I can't, I can't do black face. <laughs> I, 
I I was already got one strike on YouTube. I can't have any more. <laughs> no, it's camouflage, guys. It's not blackface. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. You could tell because of the mustache. The mustache is what separates it. So I think you can do blackface as long as you have like a very... That's a weird point, but I don't mustache. disagree with you. It is. It's weird to say, but like... <laughs> It makes it not <laughs> racist, right? I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> You're like, he did blackface, but he had a big white yeah, mustache. Like, white mustache. You got lucky. Makeup call. <laughs> Makeup call. All oh right, so we have Triple H versus the Stalker, and, uh, you know. Mr. Perfect comes back out, though. It's Mr. Studio Girl. Oh, Mr. Steel, Your Girl. Yeah, and they talk about this a lot. Immediately, so... The other matches we've seen with Triple H, he doesn't really notice it right away, but immediately here he notices, and he's kind of catching on mm-hmm. to Mr. Yeah. Perfect's whole scheme of stealing his chicks. Um, Speaking of, let's talk. Let's talk chicks, dude. Yeah. What'd you think of this one? No, she was alright. All right. Yeah. 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 Not She's, his best. No, we each have our favorite already. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. My Southern Belle and whatever. You're, Kimberly. You're, yeah, Kimberly. Kimberly was a big Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Your Southern Bell. God damn it. <laughs> I was making more work for him. I know. <laughs> so you gotta do it now. Love to pick the Bible thing. <laughs> Blackface is gonna be the hardest. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a cool spot though where the stalker does a suplex off the um, top rope. Superplex? It's, yeah, superplex. That's his finisher. Is that it? Is that right? I think that now because we've seen him wrestle twice, off the that was top just, rope though, or yeah, just no off oh. the top rope. Interesting. So I mean, we talked about it last time because he was like, "Is this his finisher?" It's a weird thing to be a finisher. Yeah. And because they, they don't really talk about it. they just talk about how perfectly executed it is, but then he does it again, and that's how he gets to finish here. So I can, I think, if you do it twice in a row for finish, and you haven't done any other finishes, then it's your finisher. Yeah. So I think it is. Uh, he needs like a good. What's does he have a name for it? Uh, no, it's a wild finisher. The wild thing, yeah. He's got a good, cool. good radio. Yeah, great finisher. Yeah, because he's like a hunter. Yeah, he's like in the wild, he hunts wild things. Face. Yeah, the wild yeah. thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty uh, cool name. Patent pending on that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So to kind of set that up, Mister Perfect was leaving with Triple H's girl, and then he kind of stood on the top turnbuckle and was like yelling at him, and kind of set that up. And then right after this, Jim Ross is like, "Can we just get this match over with? Because I gotta, I gotta talk some <laughs> yeah. shit, dude." This is when I was like, "What is, what is up with this guy today?" Jim Ross is but crazy. But actually, it's weird. So he gets up there immediately. I think like Triple H or somebody's still in the ring, like just barely getting out. JR's already up there, and he starts doing his promo, and then uh, it immediately, actually, and I think we forgot to mention a quick video of the Undertaker from earlier. Oh, yeah. Where he's like in a graveyard, kind of just promoting his buried alive match of mankind. But then, right as JR starts talking, it just cuts away into a mankind and Paul Bearer promo. So, yeah, they're in the same graveyard yeah. and they're doing their own thing. And he's pissed at this. He's like, <laughs> now we got to watch this fucking promo. And then the promo's over. was like, all right, great. We're done with that. He goes, now I got to talk about. And he's like, oh, we got to do a quick commercial break. And he just looks, <laughs> he just looks at him like this. And then it cuts to a commercial. Yeah. But I'm just like, dude. I saw his Bell's palsy eye, like. Brings up. That's how bad he was. He, um, so yeah, then it comes back, and he, he, dude, he just lets loose like Mussolini from the balcony. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Shot after shot, he just goes off. So the whole point he's re- he's up there is to bring Razor Ramona. I would. I'm gonna advertise to actually 
probably look this up. It's probably a four-minute promo yeah, you can find on YouTube. It's the only promo he's ever done like this, I'd imagine. It but, was, like, it's just, like, him just basically telling the whole story of his career in WWF and how he doesn't give a shit about it, pretty much. Yeah. Because he's pissed at Vince for firing him yeah. multiple times. And this is the first time I think it's looted that Vince is the owner of the WWE. Right. Because he's like, I know he's talking about, you know, the boss and goes, I think we all know who I'm talking about. Right. I didn't think he was going to say it, but then he says, Vance. 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 Yeah, so he talks about how, first off, he had a job for the Falcons. He was working for the Falcons. Yeah, I didn't know that. In like 1992, Vince, or 93, Vince hires him to be the number one commentator for WWF. Uh he starts at WrestleMania 9. They make him wear a toga, which I thought was an interesting thing to bring up. Um, and then... <laughs> he's still pissed about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then he's just kind of like not used well for a while. He gets he gets his Bell's palsy like Super Bowl Sunday, 1994. And uh, then like four days later, Vince fires him. Yeah. Like, in office fires him. Uh, he had some good lines about how shitty Connecticut is and... Uh, some other stuff, but then I guess he leaves for a while, comes back at 50 cents on a dollar, and he's just so upset with WWF. He says, though, you wonder why all these superstars are leaving WWF? It's for a reason. Yeah, the and fans are loving this, yeah, too. I'm crazy. loving this, it's too. Uh, really nice promo from JR. Yeah, great. And I, I'm like, what is, what is this? Now, let's talk about this. What is this promo? Because he's shitting all over the company right. at a time where WWF is well under WCW. Right. And so... People are leaving the company to go there. I'm pretty sure they're losing in the ratings at this point. Right. They are. For are they? Sure. Is this to build up Vince as a, as the heel? I, 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 it could be. I also don't know. Like, So he's bringing Razor up. So he calls Razor out. And Razor's obviously not... Scott Hall, it's just another dude dresses Razor, pretending to be Razor. Yeah, and so I don't get why this is like Jr. getting back at the WWF, unless it's like I just signed this guy for millions of dollars and he's not really taking or leaving. Like, yeah, he's just some random dude. So yeah, cosplaying he, as Razor Ramon. Basically, he has the whole Razor Ramon gear on. Um, they announce him as Razor Ramon yeah, and pick and everything. Yeah, he looked like. Um, like the if, like if you ordered Razor Ramon from Wish.com. Wish.com. That's the Razor Ramon at birthday party. Yeah, yeah. He's like, um, well, my kids don't really know that. Um, they're big into like SpongeBob. Can you do is like all I do is Razor Ramon. I'm the bad guy. Yeah, I'm the bad. Can you do anything with Fortnite? He's like strictly Razor Ramon. Minecraft Razor Ramon. <laughs> it's that, but more pixelated. <laughs> so they're saying they're like, uh, well, unless Razor Ramon like beefed up, that's not Razor Ramon. So this is interesting on what the hell they're gonna do here. <laughs> yeah, and, the, and you don't even get to see Diesel before anything else happens. Savio Vega runs out and starts getting yep. shit out of. Uh, 
He gets some, um, uh, like, throws them against the ropes. Obviously, they're cl- so close on time. <laughs> JR went well over that promo. Yeah, they, Pretty sure Savio was supposed to fight him for, like, six minutes. Yeah, it cuts out mid, like, Irish win. <laughs> it's the most suspenseful way to go on. Is he going to reverse it? Is he gonna, they're, yeah. like, at this meeting point, and it's just, like, play next yeah. episode. I'm like, no! <laughs> How does this Who got win? over? <laughs> So uh, yeah, some crazy drama there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, ex- I'm interested to see how this goes. It's probably the most interesting thing going on right now. Well, Jr. is right yeah, now. Jr. is the new Sonny. Well, Sonny doesn't have a title anymore. Doesn't yeah. have a tag team anymore. So I thought about this, and my theory is because you know about the Sabu blowjob in the boiler room. Maybe mm-hmm. and they got these ECW guys coming in causing havoc. Maybe maybe she goes to ECW. Oh, interesting. She's bringing these ECW guys in or something. Maybe that's how it gets played from here. Because I don't know what happens to her, but she's not with the smoking guns anymore. Yeah, um, Farouk. Who knows? Also, interesting thing about Farouk that I learned. Um, you know why they had him wear that helmet? Vince, uh-huh. Vince made him wear that helmet in his character. Because um, he wanted to look intimidating, and he had a receding hairline, and he thought that people wouldn't take him seriously because he had a receding hairline. So he made him wear a blue or silver plastic helmet. That's like if you had a receding hairline, like, wear this Dr. Seuss hat. (laughs) No one's going to take you serious with that hairline, bro. (laughs) Wear this ridiculous turquoise helmet that's Uh, made out of EPA foam. Oh man! So another, just another factoid for you from Turnbuckle Time Machine. God, Vince and his great <laughs> ideas. <laughs> Terrible at commentary, but has great ideas about uh, covering up hairlines. We all wish we could have. That's our third strike. Hair like Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The whole McMahon family, for that matter. Like Shane's got good hair. Shane does. And Stephanie's got good hair. I'm sure her and Triple H's children have good hair. I don't know what they look like, but he has good hair. Yeah, or he, he used to. Maybe not anymore. Now he's bald, so maybe he started losing it. Yeah, but he, he like, right now, Yeah, he's not a hair out of place. Yeah, right. He's the real Mr. Yeah, Perfect. Good, good beard. Yeah. All right. Season four, episode 37. Make sure to hit that like button, subscribe button. Comment, um, swipe up, swipe down. I gotta no. We're not. <laughs> I'll just edit, I'll just put a big black square here. Just want to see <laughs> any of those hand motions. Do some gang signs or something. Yeah, I hope that there's a lot of uh, a lot of action going on with these videos. So if you're on Spotify, um, do we need to put like a seizure warning or epilepsy warning from all the fast motions that we do? <laughs> you know, like Porygon episode of Pokemon. Kind of made people have seizures. I, I don't want that to happen. Oh yeah, I remember it was like I thought the entrance of that of like the Pokemon was the, what was giving kids seizures. Uh, yeah, it's just Pikachu's <laughs> normal electric shocks. I don't know. Pikachu. All right, guys, that is the end of the episode. Again, season four, episode thirty-seven. Make sure to like, subscribe. Um, check us out on Spotify if you're watching us on YouTube and if you're watch- listening to us on Spotify Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts check out the YouTube if not you're doing all those you're doing a good job you're making us proud follow us on Instagram good night guys and God bless wrestling fuck that no <laughs> it was for Scott